0: Fired up. Fourth down and goal from the nine. 17 seconds to go. The play pocket three. Shotgun snap. Car throws nice. into traffic. Nice.
1: Intercepted. Nice. Jermaine Pratt has the football. Yeah. Coughing nails. Bam, bam, bam. How about that? It ends on
2: a turnover.
0: Joe Burrow takes the snap. He takes a knee. And after 31 years, the drought is over. over. (laughs) And guess what? The Joe Burrow era is just beginning. Welcome back. It's always so weird when we do this without the intro
2: music. I know. I'm sorry. I was really confused. I know. It was quick. I, got, I swear to god, I swear to god, guys, I got that music off of YouTube's royalty-free music well, selection. So here's the thing, Ed. It's not the music. No, it's I think it's the announcements. But no, because it keeps coming back as the music. Keep saying the song is the issue. There was a song in the background. There wasn't.
0: Go back and listen. I don't believe you.
2: Okay, whatever. I don't believe
0: you. In any case, it is another part an episode of Part the Punctuation. I'm Aaron Smith. Joined as always. By Jeff Howell You can find him also Sunday mornings On the Bearcat Brunch Along with his co-host Dave Simone And the self-proclaimed Best producer in the city
1: And now MJF fanboy
2: I've been a big fan of MJF for a little while now I don't don't think you check my tweets Go back and read the receipts
1: I might have you muted on Twitter I don't know
2: (laughs) And the words of Gary V Receipts and receipts. Fair, huh?
0: <laughs> so, well, what's been going on with you guys this week? Catch up real quick.
1: Uh, my oldest is uh, starts the uh, the the nine U football playoffs on uh, on Saturday. Uh, playing a team that they they beat two weeks ago. Um, on a final play, little, uh, reverse jet sweep action. So hopefully they go into this game with some confidence. And I I really think they, uh, they dominated the the game two weeks ago, a lot more than the score showed. So hopefully they uh, put that all into practice and and we move on, but we got a jet out of there and then drive three hours to a wedding and hopefully get there on time. My boy's going to change in the truck on the way, and then he's going to be, uh, a ring bear. So it's going to be interesting. So Zach interesting Taylor Saturday. teaches your
2: son's, uh, Zach Taylor coaches your son's uh, football team with trick
1: plays. Wasn't really a trick play; it's just a reverse
2: at the one-yard line.
1: It was the four-yard line. Huh. But it's nine U. So fourth grade, fourth grade football—that's going to work <laughs> every time.
0: Uh, the the oldest here won uh his last fall ball tournament for baseball, uh this past weekend. So that's awesome.
2: What
0: nice. uh, what's that? What positions he play? Uh, he plays first base, third base, and pitcher.
2: All at one time.
1: Utility yeah, guy. That's a utility um, guy, Ed.
0: He uh. He had I think 3 of the 5 RBIs for the winning game in the tournament. So
1: very nice. We any soccer tournaments Ed? Uh
2: not this weekend but next out in Indy. Uh but we did win our uh, final league game. It's the um, same place
0: uh, where you didn't have any reception?
1: You no, this one's in Indy. Indiana? That one
2: was Warren County. Um this is Indy.
1: Going to have service? We'll find out when we get there. You didn't do any like forward scouting, did you, Ed?
2: It's in like Noblesville, near like where huh? oh, is, is Brent out there? He should come out and watch the game. Brent, come out and watch the game, buddy. Um no, it's near like uh oh damn, MJF is heated right now. Um where that uh that guy, Dave Matthew band, where that concert is every year. Hmm. All right. Well, was a firing start. All
1: right. Awesome. I'm just really excited for the next the next couple little, things. Yeah, the next 5 minutes of talking. <laughs> what else happened this weekend, Ed?
2: On uh, Saturday, I went to uh Fifty West Brewing to watch one FC Cincinnati win their first MLS playoff game against the uh New York Red Bulls. Did you guys get to watch the game?
1: I saw parts of it. I refuse to watch.
2: Why did you refuse to watch? Like you don't support Cincinnati teams that are in the playoffs?
0: No, I don't support soccer. You
2: don't support soccer. Okay. One of the Correct. biggest sports in the world. You no, they
0: football. have plenty of support. They don't need mine.
2: All right. there the New York, uh, the FC Cincinnati did defeat the New York Red Bulls on Saturday, two to one. Uh, in my opinion, it should have been three to one, but you know, I'm I'm not the VAR system. Uh, goals were scored by Acosta in the seventy fourth minute, and Brandon Vasquez in the 86th minute. Vasquez, um, we discussed that last Vasquez. Week. That's why I said, thank you. Mm, okay. Uh, Brenner was robbed of a goal on some BS offsides call. Uh, I, I don't, don't know, Ed. Like. He, Listen to the
1: announcers. Listen to the announcers. They they clearly said that uh, Cameron made a play on the ball. Yeah, apparently you not. you can't a... do that. You can't do that. He was offside, very clearly offside, maybe even three to four feet. And then he did uh, a motion back, which he ran into one of the New York Red Bulls. And kind of opened the lane there for the ball to scoot on by and into the net. So he still kind a of call. made a, he kind of made uh, nope uh, I believe the official did one of these numbers uh, which means <laughs> he that did, he, yes, he checked the var system uh, and then he gave this which is not an incomplete pass in soccer that is in fact a no goal
2: that that is what that was um which was a scary point in the game because that's when we had tied it one to one and I was starting to think uh we might not we might not be able to tie this game uh what happens if we tie the game? um because we have had two draws um with the new york red bulls this year so we finally beat them um but like i said brandon came back scored one in the 86th minute and we went home with our first last playoff win so that means we do play the philadelphia union on thursday night uh fc cincinnati is one win one draw with the union actually the Union a draw yeah the union is a one seed so we have a number 5 seed playing the number 1 seed on uh, Thursday night which should be should be interesting
1: so is the is the entirety of the soccer playoff uh one and done yes. that's it yes yes just like
2: college basketball it is one and done or nfl football or nfl football yeah okay uh but in that game uh new york red bull had 51% of uh, the possession time, FC Sensei had 49%. Uh, New York had 16 shots at goal, uh, where FC Sensei only had 12. Um, so if you watch the second, if you watch the last 12 minutes, which by the way, 12 minutes of extra time, like stoppage time, what's that all
1: about? I've never seen in the one Is that year a lot? Is that a lot in soccer? It seems
2: like a lot. I was with somebody, I was with two ladies who have played soccer at pretty high levels. And they were both really surprised by 12 minutes. Um, I don't see, in, in the one year that I've been watching MLS soccer, I, I don't see that much.
0: Co ed Rec League isn't a high level, Ed.
2: No. They played higher than that, thank you. Disrespect their level of play. I don't know. Mr. I sacked an NFL quarterback in flag football. No, not, a, not a high level. Yes, Disrespectful. I'm aware. Um, the end of the game, though. FC Cincinnati ended the game with four yellow cards in that last 12 minutes. They got two yellow cards in there. Um, but, you know, good game all around. A lot of corner kicks. Uh, if you guys don't know, corner kicks usually end up in goals, in in my opinion, from what I see. Um, again, I'm not a professional. I've only been watching MLS soccer for a year. Um, but, you know, it was a good game. FC Cincinnati came out and fought. Uh, there was a nice crowd that met them at Lunkin Airport on Saturday to welcome them home. Um and I think there'll be a nice crowd hitting up the bars here in Cincinnati on on Thursday to uh, cheer him on uh, against the Philadelphia
1: Union. Now uh, uh there's a player that plays for the Red Bulls, uh, Frankie Amaya. Is that he used to play is that, for FC Cincinnati, yes he is? And he is he a guy that maybe forced his way out of Cincinnati? Uh or tell maybe you. made some comments, something like that. Yeah, and he may have made something. I don't know. And then, okay. Do you have information about Frankie Amaya? Uh, I just saw there was a lot of, like, uh, some jabs from FC fans on, on Twitter about, you know, I guess he said something about FC Cincinnati. can't take him where he wants to go. Uh, and so then they kind of made some jabs at him being with the Red Bulls now, and uh, FC Cincinnati knocked him out of the playoffs.
2: Yeah, I mean, sometimes when you make comments like that, they come back and bite you in the butt. You know, that's why you don't make comments like that. Okay. You never know what's going to happen in the future. Um, a little oh, – go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. A little fun fact, um, if FC Cincinnati beats Philadelphia, uh, it is a strong chance that they will be playing uh, New York. Um, uh, not the Red Bulls, but another, another New York team. They got 100 teams, uh, which could end up being on half soccer field, half baseball field because the Yankees are still playing.
1: So they play They play in Yankee Stadium? What's up, Crip Keeper?
2: Yo, what up, I don't know, it's just something I read online It's, a, it's an interesting fact What's up, Crip Keeper? Hmm.
0: Another interesting fact um, I went ahead and deleted us off Twitter since you weren't answering the text
2: <laughs> Why are we deleted on Twitter? Uh,
0: just because live we're stream. live We're live on YouTube The live stream on Twitter is not on
2: anymore We I want people run. on We want people on the
1: on the, on the YouTubes
2: I must have hit the wrong button So did you tweet the YouTube link then?
0: I was busy deleting it and waiting for a response.
2: Excellent. You saw me sit here talking about FC Cincinnati. Would you want to check my phone while I'm talking about? That's why I took care of the situation. One of the greatest teams in Cincinnati right now? One step at a time. Ed. You got a wrestling minute? I don't. I'm watching it right now. Oh, hey, the badass Billy Guns on TV. AEW Uh, is in town. They are. They're in Cincinnati. And you know I have wanna remember last minute? I'm gonna watch this and have a wrestling minute next week to review the like, Cincinnati matches. My like
1: councilman Barnett doesn't listen anymore.
2: All right. I sure, mean I'll I did watch a good. little bit of the the DX reunion last week. But That's all you... it
1: was was a little bit. It was a very small they amount. Roll, they rolled out in a in a Jeep and did all their like key things that they used to do and then the Two show ended. for you. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks for doing Ed's wrestling minute, Jeff. That was great. You have one <laughs> job.
1: Oh, okay. So uh Darren, we got an FC fan over here, Ed. Thank you, Darren. I appreciate you. He brings up a good point that apparently the Red Bulls like to slow the game down and FC didn't let that happen. And uh They were trying to do the that game.
2: the whole game. They were trying to their goalie was very slow, um, and getting goal kicks off and, and things like that. Um they did try it. There was a lot of people at the at the bar complaining about that um but you know
1: would you say that contributed to the 12 minutes of stoppage time i don't know how they calculate stoppage time
2: usually stoppage time is calculated based off of like injuries and review and things mm. like that so there I mean, it cuz i was asking i was asking somebody there like in a reverse manner stoppage time or um them slowing down the game could be just like when you're trying to save clock in basketball and you roll the ball down the court. So it's, it's legal in both ways.
1: All right. Well, we did already blow that up, but yeah. since there was a comment about it, I wanted you to be able to address it. I
2: appreciate Darren for jumping in there.
1: Aaron, there was another Cincinnati team that played this weekend. No, no. And it's not our beloved Bearcats because they played by tough opponent. We moved on from that.
0: Look, I'm just impressed, honestly. Like, we won't get into any of the preview yet, but I'm just impressed that they didn't slip in the standings.
1: So, I have a theory because it's similar to I don't know if it was you or Chad that had that. I think you guys maybe had this discussion on a nightcap, maybe. There's so much out there um, that I don't remember where it came from. I don't either. Um, but it was after the South Florida game when they moved up in the standings, they moved up in the rankings.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and had that been last year, they most certainly would have dropped. Mm-hmm. Right? So when you are in the top 10, there's kind of a different expectation of what your your game on the weekend looks like to either hold where you're at or move up. Mm-hmm. When you're at the back end of the top 25, it's just about winning. Like because there's so much chaos that happens generally between like 11 and 25 that as long as you win people ahead of you are going to lose and you'll just kind of it's like that natural progression to move up to wherever you know up to about 10 wherein then they start kind of like really nitpicking things and like oh you didn't you know win by a lot or you looked bad when you won well it's so cuz we're not you... in the top 10 yet so right exactly right. yeah but n- When you go to a bye week, it's almost kind of the same. Like, there's, like, some losses around you or whatever. So then they're like, "Uh, I guess we got to, like, move some of these guys up here because we need to get a couple more teams into the standings. We got to—we're jettisoning these guys out. Like, you don't typically see teams go from, like, sixth to not in the stand— like, not in the top 25, right?
0: No. No, you don't.
1: But, yes, it was nice to see that they moved up— uh, what was it? The coaches poll they moved up and the AP poll they stayed uh 21. Yeah did they, I,
0: no I thought fine. they were 21 in both. Was I wrong? Where, I think they, they moved up to
1: 19, in 19 the, and 19 in the coaches. Okay. 19 in the coaches.
0: I couldn't remember. I didn't do my homework. Um right.
2: got it pulled up. Right,
1: 21,
0: 21 in the AP and 19 in coaches. Yep, you're right. You're right.
1: Yeah, I have another show. I heard. Is <laughs> it on Sundays? I,
2: I, it
0: usually, I usually tune out after about
1: the first three minutes. You still do a great job producing.
0: I, I, I go and get coffee and make sure that Rachel and the baby are okay. All that. Right. Um, getting back to the game that you alluded to about four minutes ago, though, there was another team that played. The St. Bengals went down to the Big Easy. And took on the New Orleans Saints in a game that I was terrified about. Did you, Anticipating... even
1: get a, did you find a way to watch it at all? Yeah,
0: sure. Um, I, I got the NFL Red Zone because
1: let's, let's let's let me
0: vent about that. Why do I live in Athens, the hometown of one Joe Burrow?
2: You've done this before on the show.
0: Yeah, well, I'm doing it again because it was a situation that happened again. And the only two options that I had were conference opponents, Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Those were the other. Those were the. Stop it. I'm gonna take your privileges away
2: on this. Hey, hold on. Jeff's wearing an elder shirt on the show. We're not allowed to do that. Why? It's not Xavier. It's just as bad. Also not
0: Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I got okay. zero issue with Elder. Thanks, Aaron. As one who lived on the West Side for several years. Zero issue with Elder. Anyway.
1: Back to uh, Aaron's irritation with not being able to don't watch understand. the Bengals.
0: I don't understand why I'm two hours from Cincinnati, and I'm stuck watching, I, I believe Pittsburgh's three or four hours. Two and a half, three Four hours, whatever the case may be from here. I don't understand why I'm stuck watching Pittsburgh or Baltimore.
1: So you could only watch on red zone. So you just got highlights and following on and following on Twitter.
0: Whenever they were in the red zone. I yeah. Yeah, that's all I've seen. So gonna be leaning into you heavy on this one, Jeff. Man. Because <laughs> I have no idea. I feel like Ed in Warren County. <laughs>
1: Man, that's like you get, you're gonna have to look into the yeah, why some don't you just get like Hulu. I don't think Hulu is gonna fix it, it's about the broadcast area, Ed. Correct,
0: oh, it would get a be VPN, it would be direct TV.
1: Get a VPN, yep, that's illegal.
2: VPNs aren't illegal
0: to tell it that you're in a different place than where you're actually at.
2: Wherever the VPN puts you in,
0: so just keep refreshing until I get in.
1: We can talk about it.
0: <laughs> in any case, uh that was irritating. But I was terrified looking at the score. And Cincinnati had put themselves in a position to at, at twenty eight when when they were up. Um I, I thought they were gonna lose that game twenty nine twenty
1: eight. Yeah, I it had that feeling again, like, Mm -hmm. well, like not even then, like once it started, like, you know, it's like 14, 14, 23, and then, then we score and it's, you know, like 21, 23. And I'm like, okay, then they get a, they get a field goal. And they had been, they had been able to, I mean, the, the Bengals had three possessions, three legit possessions in the, in the second half. Most of the third quarter because the the Saints were doing a good job of uh, keeping the ball away from the Bengals offense and and our defense looked not the same um, as far as like there you know there was a couple like stupid stupid penalties that that came through Um, the the Trey Hendrickson like third and a mile roughing the passer comes to mind Uh, I didn't And that's kind of, like, out of the norm for him, I would say. Like, like a stupid penalty like that. Um, But whatever. Whenever they were down, they were down, like, 26-21, I think. And I I was thinking in my head, like, here we go. The Bengals are going to go on, like, a decent drive here. Uh, It's going to be 28-26. And then the the Saints are going to get the ball and hold on to it, kick a last-second field goal, and we're going to be like, oh, but they were so close. Like Things looked good, and then they blew it at the end. Luckily, that didn't happen. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean,
0: even like I was starting to get that feeling that this is going to be one that we just lose on fundamentals when I saw earlier in the game when Trent Taylor fumbles the punt return. I'm like, what are we doing? What was that? And that was what the first offensive possession of the game, if I'm not mistaken.
1: We uh, dropped it, uh, it was the second we, offensive production. yeah, because we we went three okay. and out, yep, three and out to start. With, oh, that uh, was so
2: fast that I thought, because again, oh, watching yeah. red
0: zone, I thought that was the first time we had the ball.
2: Yeah, I had yeah. just turned it on, uh, because gotcha. I was in Newtown this time, so I did get reception on my phone, so I was watching, um, uh-huh. and they gave it up,
1: coughed it up. We started, we started the game with, uh, a five-yard run then a four-yard that's third and one we're in the shotgun burrow gets sacked we punt then the Saints get the ball go three and out punt and then you have the you know the the, the muff punt which then turned into a Saints touchdown uh, okay. Like thirty, you know, they only had to go thirty-two yards. Then they go, yeah, got on the thirty-two, Saints touchdown. Bengals get it, punt. Saints punt, and then I think uh, so. Then you've got the the Joe Mixon touchdown, where you know Burrow started to look more last year. Burrow, um, and we say this about the we say this about the Bearcats, and I'm going to say it about the Bengals, and I. Th- Think that it holds true, at least in my mind, that the Bengals' offense is so much better when they are ultra aggressive. Wh- like,
0: yeah, it's averaging not- averaging four yards an offensive play in Baltimore, isn't it?
1: Yeah. So that's odd that that came up there. Um. Anyway, so when the when the Bengals are ultra aggressive, when you know. You, they're making the, the downfield passes. However, the, the run game and the short passing game began to open up those. There was a couple shots that they took downfield. There's one that comes to mind where uh, Chase just flat dropped it. Yeah. Um, and I believe that would have been a touchdown. So, like, you could see it starting to form. Like, starting to see the Bengals from last year that, you know, coincidentally week six... Last year, they scored 30 points for the first time. It's week six again. They scored 30 points for the first time. There were people that um, said, like, the second passing touchdown where he hit Chase was the, um, the play that they felt, like, kind of is, like, something we'll look back on and say, like, that's a turning point. But for me... The play is the Joe Burrow rushing touchdown.
2: That was a nice touchdown
1: because he got he had to get away
2: he had he had to get away from a couple tackles to get into that one.
1: He gets it, drops back. He sees that whole left side of the field opens up. He had to do that a couple times too. And it was, it was like, let's see, it was third and nineteen or third and eight at the nineteen. So like you know, third and a little bit long. And and he turns it into what looked like okay he's going to get to the first down line and slide, but then as the camera angle panned and you saw that literally there were no saints on that side. of the Why are you holding an oar?
2: I just wanted to hold on to something. It's not an oar. It's a baseball bat.
1: Oh, Okay. Interesting.
2: Do do you fear that your life is in danger? What is, what's happening no. right now? I don't know. I just need I just need to do something with my hands. I didn't take my medicine today. Leave me alone. I don't
1: I don't know this. Is, <laughs> with my hands,
2: I've been
1: fiddling not, with this. I've been. If you're not first, you're last, Ricky Bobby. Damn right. Uh, but I think that that right there was like the play that I'll look back. If the season continues on the on a positive trajectory here, I'll look back at the the Joe Burrow 19 yard touchdown run.
2: So Jeff, I have a question for you. You were talking about you know getting past this to Jay, uh, chase this time do you, is that the is that the t higgins effect even though t higgins was like a like a game day activation like was a decoy it, for sure for sure i mean because week before didn't have t higgins and we could not get the ball to chase very often so i i just think it's weird that even though he was like a game day decision he was still had that much of an impact on, on the game and getting chase open.
0: I also think the game was called completely different. If you look at the route tree, that that's become a thing on Twitter uh, that they post
1: often. I'm not a fan of that stuff. I get
0: it, but but again, if you look at last week compared to this week, it's a completely different route tree that he ran, Um, so they obviously schemed for him to do some different things as far as that goes. The part I don't like about it is they show the green after the catch, which that is going to look completely different compared to what they actually ran before the ball was thrown to them. Right, right. right. Um, In any case, though, um, I, I do feel at this point in time that Joe has a tendency to try and force the ball to Jamar Chase. Um. comfortable with i I don't know that there's even arguing that but this week for whatever reason it worked out more often than it didn't
1: well i think he he so he started taking a lot more uh, of the things that were available underneath and when he was doing that it like on the jamar chase ones there. I don't know that it was really That's forced. all he hit,
0: did against Baltimore, though.
1: But I don't think it was Target really. Chase. But I, there were a couple deep balls in the Baltimore game that were just. I mean, they were. There were, there were, there were only like, like three deep balls the entire game. Right, but he didn't hit on them. No. What I'm saying is now like he he was able to hit on them. And it like whenever he hit on these underneath. God, Ed. When he was able, <laughs> when he was able to hit on these underneath uh routes and and dump the ball off and obviously the running game which well you have yeah, mixing was like eight for 45 but he was averaging like six 5.6 yards a carry so you, you know you're doing stuff like that it does make them start to be a little more honest and you've got some underneath like the underneath routes that then cause some single high safety which is something that you know the that cover two nonsense that we've been seeing which for whatever reason is like the most exotic off their defense that we've ever faced, apparently coming into the first six weeks of the season. Like, um, I know a lot of people have pointed out that that's, you know, you would think that the Bengals would have been prepared for that. Um, that's something that obviously is there to combat getting, the getting beat over the top. Um, and they, they seem to have adjusted now. Um, I don't know if maybe, maybe Zach Taylor kicked somebody out of the collective um, that was calling plays. Should kick himself um, out
0: of the collective.
1: Maybe, maybe what you don't know, Aaron, because Did you see maybe, how small his paper
0: was it, this week.
1: Maybe maybe Ed was in the it collective. Wasn't, wasn't and you don't know, big, know that
0: it wasn't the big laminated paper. It was just a little little eight by eleven.
1: Do you, do you think those were just words of encouragement for Joe?
0: I hope they were. <laughs> wor- Joe, I hope they wor- I hope they were words of encouragement for Zach Taylor. Like you are good at this job. You are, Ed. You're muted because God knows what you were doing on your desk.
2: The top off my beer can. It was the um, loudest thing of my entire life. Wasn't that loud?
1: So Jamar was seven for one. I could have been there. Two touchdowns. Uh, the sixty yard touchdown was uh, a thing of beauty. Um, I will say the first touchdown that he scored. Um, I appreciate. Uh, his gritty and his celebration well considering can we not he was in, there can we not incorporate fake injuries into the gritty <laughs> celebration because i had a heart attack that's
0: become like a, a thing too though
1: to like do, the fake like, an like injury
0: the, in the celebration
1: he's like grabbing a hammy He's and not the like, one who
0: started that i don't believe uh, but that's become a thing like I, I think i even saw like a women's soccer team do a celebration like that where they were celebrating and she feigned an injury like grabbing her quad and then celebrated because so, oh
1: man he because he so like i see it right like the pass comes over the middle it was definitely squeezed in he made a good catch and when they showed the slow-mo replay of the tackle, his right leg did look like maybe it, like, jammed. And then he, you know, rolls over, gets up, does a great, grabs his leg, and I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no, the announcers aren't even saying anything. Did they not see that? Like, he grabbed his leg. He was limping. And then it, like, went back to him, and he was, like, fake limping on the sideline again. And I'm like, this is not good. <laughs>
0: Steven, you I, look. I know. I know you. You appear baby face in your your YouTube picture here. Uh, he says, "Wonder if I can convince Jeff to grow a beard just so we can have the trio of reverse hats and facial hair. Maybe all four of Chad jumps on."
1: Uh, due to his, uh, I can't. I, grow, he, I'm not allowed to grow one. Although in uh, in November I can, so I'll I'll give it a why shot. November, no November. The, oh, yeah, no, no shave no November.
2: Oh actually since you guys were all shaving my beard last week, I actually reached out to Aaron's sister to so see if she could uh color it for me before um uh, before I take my trip for work.
0: Huh. You're gonna dye your beard.
2: No, I'm just I'm gonna keep it the same color. I just I keep it the same color. Just get rid of the gray. Right. That's, That's dyeing a... your beard. Okay, sure, but I'm not like Die it black, like I'm not Guess, pulling a Hulk Hogan for, here or anything like just that.
1: Yes, for men. You touch, of, touch of gray.
2: I don't know. Whatever hairstylist you use, I don't know. Huh. I don't know what to make of any of that.
1: Why don't we just shave it all off, Ed?
2: No, why would we do that? This is we are not gonna shave your beard. Three you know. months. You I just, yeah, just gotta do beard clippers too. So for what? To clean up the beard. Anyway, back to the game.
0: So, I guess my my question after watching this game, Jeff, is Cincinnati for real? Because we were talking a couple weeks ago, you get to three and three, we're feeling a little bit better about things. And now we go into, I don't even know who we have this week. Um, It's Atlanta. So Marcus Mariota who as long as he throws less than 13 I believe they're undefeated if he throws under 13 passes a game. Um that's you know that that's a good stat to have as a quarterback.
1: Well, he was 13 for 14 last week. Maybe it's when he completes 13 or less. I I'm, I'm not
0: really sure. Um I just I think somebody made a tweet making fun of him because I'm not sure that anybody really likes Marcus Mariota, but they are 3 and 3. Uh, even though most of us would like to see Desmond Ritter get his shot, uh, that said, you have Atlanta at home. You have you're at Cleveland the following week, and then you have the Panthers back at home before the bye. So three more chances to get to six
1: and three before the bye week. That's the number we. That's the number we threw out. It is, and you had to start somewhere. So. We said the minimum that they could be when they were zero and two, like the the worst we would feel okay with is if they are six and three going into that bye week.
2: So I still don't feel comfortable. I don't. I don't know what like that, that
0: means. You have to. You have to like,
2: well, like that, The game on Sunday did not make me feel comfortable about this team. Like, yes, we won. We stuck out a one a win, and that's great. But I, I still don't feel comfortable that we can. What are you worried about? What are your concerns? I, I still have concern with with the offense. Like I, I don't know that we can continue to connect uh, with players like that. I, I mean, T Higgins, T Higgins effect or not, I still think we're going to struggle to get the ball to Jamar Chase.
0: Look, if I'm Tyler Boyd, I'd be mad. Well, Tyler not Boyd, not, we should not. I'm be, not, yeah. not being targeted more.
1: He should be targeted more. So, Tyler Boyd though is having. I think the reason he's not targeted as much. Is because they're moving Jamar Chase around. They're putting just, Jamar in the slot, and that's where that's where Tyler Boyd does his work.
0: Kyle Simpson says he's concerned with everything.
1: Thank you. Yeah, no, it it it's just it
2: thank you for being there with me. The defense Thank you for being here, not, Kyle. We appreciate you. Yeah, the defense did not look good on Sunday. So I hope they can come back and look the way they did. You know, earlier this year, but I, I just I still don't feel comfortable now. If we come out this week and and just blow the Falcons out of the water, and we actually show progression, then maybe I'll feel a little bit better next week. It's a possibility. I still don't see a fo- uh, a Super Bowl run um, like last the, year. In our let semester, me ask you a question. Logan wasn't getting injured. Is not
1: good after yeah. after week six of last year. Did you see a Super Bowl run? No. Well, you're fair. That's fair. No, I didn't. I didn't. But. I mean, to be fair, I don't think anybody did. So, I'm just... Rick Taylor didn't. (laughs) I mean... Because he knew he was the one calling the
2: plays. Just saying.
1: Aaron says it, uh, and peace is out.
2: Is that the equivalent of a mic drop?
1: It might be. Might be, Um, all right. So, do do you have any other... Concerns? Edward. Play calling. Like,
2: was that... Zach Taylor taking over the reins like you alluded to earlier and maybe pushing somebody else out or did Zach Taylor just get lucky this week with his play calling? I don't know. I, I think I need another game, maybe another two games to know.
0: Okay. So what do they have to do against Atlanta?
2: Like I said, they had to come out and, with a convincing win, like not just, you know, uh, winning by three, like we did this week um they need to come out with a convincing win I mean, score in the first drive please it was four but four. sorry math Not math very well i know yeah, yeah I,
0: know. I know where you went to high school
2: thank you um same one that you went to so i don't know how the yeah. math different um but like that they was- had to come out with a convincing win like the, the, i want the defense to play very well and i want the offense to play very well i i can't have one playing better than the like i I can't have one supporting the other. I can't have one winning because of the other. I need to see some progression. I was in honors classes. That's why. Um, I agree. I was not. I
0: I agree. I I think they do need to come out and do some some big things. Um, I I would like to see this, I don't want to say an evolution of the offense because I, I don't feel like it's an evolution. I think it's a regression back to where we were, which is a good thing. Uh, we're, we're airing the ball out. Um, I saw some crazy stat uh, that came out somewhere on Twitter today, and I know Joe Goodbury retweeted it. I, I can't recall who the original tweet was, um, but it was like Joe Burrow, in since the beginning of last season, how many touchdowns he had that were, I believe, over either over 20 or over 30 yards, and he's got an obscene amount compared to nobody. There is no comparison. Uh, Ed, if you can find that graph, it's pretty intriguing. You it in the group, right? I'm not sure I did. Uh, like I said, Joe Goodberry has it, if nothing else. Um, but I, I just don't see the see hesitancy in the, in the aerial attack still. Um, I, I know that we've seen a lot of uh, like a lot of the, the plays that I feel like we've seen this season have been yak yards um, but I, but I did see a stat that came out today as well that we're not super high in yak yardage compared to some of the other guys who are higher in yards. Like uh, Justin Herbert has been a recipient of a lot of yak yards, yards after catch for those who don't know what yak is. Uh, but but just... as he
1: throws the ball to Austin Eckler.
0: I mean, you'll have that.
1: But... I, mean, I would.
0: I'm, I can't be mad at it, right?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it's... I didn't get a chance to see a ton of play calling, though. Did it look, I mean, overall, look better? Like something to be encouraged? I it looked about. Right. So obviously, we, we, you can use that. Were missing a ton of players. They were.
1: They a lot. They were missing a lot of players. And we talked about that on the on the brunch going, like, you know, hours before the game started. Um, okay. So right here, Ed has the, the graph of uh, touchdown passes of 30-plus yards since the start of last season. Uh, and it's Pedro from has... secret, secret Base. I'm not familiar with what Secret
0: Base is, but uh, this is a pretty cool graph. We'll give
2: them yeah.
1: all them. Um. So it uh it looks like Joe Burrow has 18 uh, touchdown passes of 30 plus yards um, since the start of last year. Obviously, we know there were a lot of them uh, last year. So I don't know like what how that breaks down last year to this year so far. Uh, the next closest is Russell Wilson and Pat Mahomes. We know Russell Wilson has like none this year. Um, uh, but Ruth Wilson and Pat Mahomes are at nine. So he has double the, the deep next,
0: balls. Right. The next guy closest. Uh, and I, have, I think Brady,
2: Derek Carr, and Carson Wentz, uh, I would have never guessed
0: Carson Wentz anywhere near that conversation.
1: But you know, and I think they put up a. there's a, they have another one um, that is receiving touchdowns of 60 plus yards or more since the start of last season. And I'll let you guess who uh, number one is. It's Jamar chase shocked right so my concerns going into the Falcons game are that they are uh, if if we go off what we were just talking about I mean Marcus Mariota tried to throw the ball 14 times um, over the course of an entire game Uh, so they're gonna be running the ball he's also a mobile quarterback there it is I know I'm going back and forth now but Ed's throwing the graphic up so Touchdown reception, 60-plus yards since the start of last season. Jamar Chase has five. Uh, the next closest is a slew of people that only have two. So, and Jamar added to that with his 60-yard. Uh, Keeper says, no more close games drinking too much now. It's not even Thanksgiving yet. LOL. Um Damn it, was was what he said also. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah speaking it, could of, a, it could be a family. There could be kids listening. I
2: don't know, Aaron. Crypt Keeper, speaking of Thanksgiving and drinking, if you haven't had this Taft's Fricious Pumpkin Pie, it is delicious. It doesn't taste much like pumpkin pie, but it's still delicious.
0: Also, if you don't want to support Taft because of the way they handled their money appropriation on the funds that they collected during the pandemic, when We're they took all the donations and didn't give them to the employees you can they join me bush light you can join me in your strike against
2: taft's brew house i forgot about that um so let me go back to what i was
1: okay <laughs> let me go back to what i was saying um cut that out we're not sure what the deal is with logan wilson I'd like to retract that from the record so it was his the same shoulder he had surgery on Browns. i know they're saying he's day-to-day hopefully that's true hopefully maybe like a some sort of stinger there that he had I don't know but you're without him uh Josh tufo had a boot on his foot um and I I, I don't want to say his name wrong uh Tufelet, I believe is the guy that filled in for for tufo he did okay he did pretty well um uh, but you know you're missing him you're missing Logan Wilson and there was another guy that got hurt at the in the warm-ups Jeff Gunter so that's three pretty big injuries across the defense. Um, when you're talking about bring, going against the Falcons, who are going to run the ball a lot, um, DJ Reader obviously is still out and hurt, um, and I don't think he's eligible to come back for a few more weeks. I don't know when that.
0: Are you surprised to not have seen a move yet?
1: Well, here's the thing. So Jeff Gunter, mm-hmm. the re- who just who else just came off the injured reserve. Khalid Kareem. He was brought back and right. then let go and then brought back on or he okay. was brought back from the injured reserve, yeah. released, and then signed back to the practice squad. So I would look to see him probably uh, depending on what the Jeff Gunter issue is. Um Okay. I'm looking at it right now. He had a dislocated knee. So I, I don't know.
0: Believe that, I I cannot believe that Jonah Williams played with a dislocated knee
1: well his, his he said he lucked out because his popped out and went right back in so maybe that's something he's dealt with can, in the past
0: can you imagine walking with a knee no. that popped out and popped back in much less playing football
2: you've done it uh, it was in high school yes then the, my knee popped out and i didn't realize it when i went go stand back up no oh, sorry reverse it i stood up and the knee popped out when i hit the ground it popped back in um I had to sit on the bench for a while but it, it may not have been as serious as his but it, it it did hurt for a while and I and I drove yeah. a stick I drove a stick at the time so it was not not great. I still get every once in a while it's still like weather changes or So that
1: sucks. Yeah. Um
2: that's arthritis, Ed. said.
1: So so we've got so we've got some injuries that we need to deal with here. Um and
0: Ed apparently does as well.
1: Yeah. So hopefully Logan Wilson's thing is truly day-to-day and that he is uh, able to play on, on Sunday. Um, we don't know what to deal with. Uh, Reader's with still the, a uh, couple weeks out. Reader's a couple weeks out. Tupo, he was in a boot. It's a calf injury. I don't know. Obviously, we don't know. Like Hill what... was
0: getting to the quarterback. I did see a little bit of that. <laughs> Obviously, there's not been any lack of Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard getting to the quarterback this entire season.
1: Um, again, I, I and I don't know how it's possible because it seems like every play he's like two and a half posi- sacks. That's way, it. It seems like he's way out of position. Um, but Eli Apple and Owusie apparently have not allowed touchdowns. Touchdown? Uh, I, I thought you were going a different way with that. I thought you were going to say that Hendrickson only has
0: two and a no. half sacks, and I can't believe that he's only got two and a half sacks. Okay. He's on the quarterback.
1: Well, it seems between, like every play between him and Hubbard. Um, I think they could probably throw a flag for holding against them on every play.
0: There's a, there's probably an entire football field per game of holding calls that they've missed on those two guys combined.
1: Um, and so I, I would I, I would look to, at, at some point, they are going to get around those, and it, I don't know why Ed's like breaking his play, watching wrestling. Um, Giggling
0: like a little girl. <laughs>
1: so at some point, I think Henderson is going to, to finally, like the dam's going to break. Um, and there's going to be probably a string of, you know, a game where he rips off, you know, numerous sacks each game just to get himself, just to get himself leveled out. So
0: we, Chad and I kind of talked about this the other day, um, last night actually, uh, as we did the, and, and Brent and Ryan, uh, we, we talked about the, the wish list. So as it was Chad's birthday yesterday, uh, what, what's your wish list? On off- happy
2: birthday,
0: I don't do that anymore. I don't like to that.
1: I don't. Chad.
0: it's gross. It's um, it's
1: an awful it's ASMR,
0: creepy. Um, but we'll do this here. Uh, and happy belated to Chad from PTP. But a, wi- a, bur- a birthday wish list, sorry, uh, birthday wish list though for uh,
2: offense, defense.
0: I don't need, I don't think we really need such special teams unless it's to get rid of Huber
2: i think i saw tim daniels
0: okay cool play attention to this show that we're doing okay, now live. I'm listening to you. I'm listening all right to you. so you start you're you're top of the list man
2: say that again
1: jesus christ jeff what's what, what's your offensive wish list ed more
2: of it like more long passes more inside passes, just more more of it. And I'd like to get the running game going a lot better. I'd like to get Joe Mixon moving. I know he had that touchdown pass, but I'd like to see him like bust out a couple, you know, big runs um in the next few games.
1: I want to see Chris Evans utilized a little bit more. Um I I do like the way that they've incorporated uh Hayden Hurst into the offense. For sure. Um I know and I'll say like it every too. week that we were big on that and i know other people were too whatever but we like that us. one they aren't us and uh we liked it first um uh, so <laughs> aiden hurst i like the way they're using him. keep using them that way i do want to see i know we kind of touched on it briefly uh like to see tyler boyd uh used a little bit more yeah from the slot obviously that's like that's his spot i know we got to move chase in there sometimes whatever but like that's Boyd's bread and butter and I think that utilizing Boyd in the slot over the middle things that he's used to will open up and cause you know get chase open on on the outside more. So let's see some more of that I, I was happy with the offensive line. I didn't think that they were I thought that they're starting to gel even more.
0: be fun if they did this like I don't know three weeks ago after they had yeah. already been through the
1: preseason but so we've got that. On defense, I mean, can you is there really anything that I mean my well, I, I is wanna, that these I, I, w- I want
0: to okay, address ahead. offense before you transition to defense. Settle down there, sport. I was You're also right, gonna right. talk I was also gonna talk about the offensive line. I think that they've been playing at a really good level. I'd like to see that level elevated, if possible. Uh where it, whether it's protecting Joe or whether it's Providing room for Mixon, I think the fact that Mixon has he had a hundred yard game yet, I don't believe. Um, but but we should be seeing multiple hundred yard games from Joe Mixon. Joe Joe should be eating. Um, so I, I I don't know. I'd like to see some of that. Obviously, Tyler Boyd would be another point of emphasis for me. Um, if it's not Tyler Boyd, I didn't no hundred so.
1: yard game yet. Seventy eight. So.
0: Um. And even if you're if you're running P Ryan packages enough or Chris Evans packages enough, there's absolutely no reason for this offense not to be hitting 100 yards total rushing often. Uh, but P Ryan, I don't I don't know that I love P Ryan rushing out of the backfield. I think he's more of a catch and run type guy. But anyway, um, yeah. Other than that, and and take those deep shots. Like there shouldn't be ever be another game again where we talk about averaging four yards per offensive play. Ever again, in the entirety of Joe's career. Ever again. Just saying. Okay. Defense, what you got, Ed?
2: I don't know what I want to see from the defense right now. Well, I think,
0: Jeff, I think Jeff Jeff had a point. If you want to let him talk, yeah, go I just, ahead. I, I mean, I, I, I I'd cut I'd, him off, but it's let no,
2: me just say what I have to say because mine's gonna be short and brief. Like, I would just like to see them come back to as they were about two games ago when they were just like a a force to be reckoned with. I'd like to see that again. I think they are playing great earlier this year. And I just want to come back, go back to what the, how they were earlier this year. Go ahead, Jeff.
1: I mean, I I don't think I have anything more than that, Ed. Uh, What I was going to say is that uh, I've been happy with the defense thus far. Um, There's a, obviously like you can go like kind of nitpick some things, but you've got a defensive unit that has still yet to allow a touchdown in the second half. Um, And if you get down in the first half, like they've been doing, um not allowing touchdowns in the second half is a pretty good way to let your give your offense a chance to get back into the game um so just give me more of the same on, on the defensive side of the ball let's hope these injuries aren't um long-term serious things obviously guys are going to get banged up and bruised up and, and that kind of thing and maybe they do have to miss a game here or there uh let's hope some guys can step up and fill those roles um Kripp Kiefer doesn't want to see anybody under center on offense ever again. He is fair, a fair he is a pistol and shotgun kind of guy. <laughs> um, that's how I am in Madden. If we're gonna be honest, so I mean that, right. that, that's just my my thought on defense. I mean, I know you could probably go in and fix some thinking. things. Like let's get I some want, more let's get some more pressure. I, I want more turnovers. About, I, I oh, don't that shift. would be, yeah, that'd be great
0: too. Yeah, I don't I don't feel like I've seen enough turnovers, especially from the secondary. Um, the secondary is good; they're not great. I don't think you can call yourself great until you're turning the ball over, at least at a higher percentage, a higher clip than we're doing right now. Um, I mean, we've seen just Seattle because I follow them so much with all the hashtag Bearcats in the NFL. But Tariq Woolen on one side of the uh, the cornerbacks, he's got four picks. And on the other side of the ball, Kobe Bryant's got four forced fumbles. Like bleeds the league. mm um, and no other rookie has ever done that before in six games, since, but since
1: 1999,
0: uh, since 2000, when they started keeping the stat, is um, what it, it is it seemed, what it said, yeah. So. um, but in any case, there's ways to, to you don't always have to intercept the ball, I guess, this is my point. And I, I don't feel like we've seen enough, I, I think we've seen. Jesse Bates has been weird this season, right? Like I'm not the uh, only one. I'm not the only one seeing that. I think there's a reason that Dax Hill is seeing a little more PT. I think they're preparing for moving on and knowing that they can't just throw Dax Hill in there as a starter next year. But I don't think you will see Jesse Bates back here on a franchise tag. And I don't think you will see Jesse Bates back here on a crazy contract. Um, I think.
1: So. I think that. Bates is playing cautiously as he doesn't sure. want to get injured.
0: I, and you, you understand that, right? When you put yeah. when you put a guy on a franchise, side, you, you have to get that. But at the same time, how much are you leaving on the table because you're not playing at the level you once did? I'd be cautious to sign him, and I, I feel like you're, you're probably losing a couple million. But what's losing a couple million versus losing all the millions, right? Yeah. So I don't know. So it's a a delicate dance if you will uh when when you're slippery slope playing so, contracts and what have you so
1: per the uh, the teamrankings.com uh as i suspected the uh Bengals defense is in uh is 10th in opponent points per game uh 8th in opponent points per play 10th in third opponent third down conversion number 1 in opponent fourth down conversion uh, number three in uh, opponent red zone scoring. And number two in opponent touchdowns per game at 1.3. Uh, where things get a little bit shaky is their number 23 in opponent yards per rush, 4.7. Uh, and number 21 in opponent rushing yards per game, giving up 121. Now, I don't know if that's maybe does kind of opponent play calling kind of affects that. But, uh, I can't imagine that it affects it so much so that it's kind of an issue uh, because DJ Reader hasn't been in there when he's in there like he's a, a plug and, and st- stops a lot of things at the so um, hopefully you know we kind of get that back um, whenever he's off I think that I think it's after week eight I think they can bring him back so basically after the bye week I think they can bring him back I think that, on that
0: there's some dudes out there right now, whether it be plucking somebody off a practice squad,
1: like a uh, Curtis Brooks. And or the other and, thing that we'll bring up is or their number bridge. 14 with 1.3 takeaways per game. So
0: Not enough. I want
1: that, more. They, that goes to Aaron's point of wanting more. Um, and Dominic King Sue still out there. Is that somebody that you want to bring in? And I don't know. I don't know if you want to.
0: Maybe upset the apple cart? I don't know if I don't know if he's good for, for a... But I, I, I don't think that you run any risk bringing in a Curtis Brooks.
1: No, I did see... Uh, somebody suggested that, like, the other day, and
0: I... I know I already brought up Goodberry, but it was also a Goodberry suggestion that I retweeted, yeah, well, and, I mean, and also hashtagged Bearcats in the NFL. Well,
1: Goodberry... Yeah, I, I keep using that hashtag and then I realized like literally like three minutes before I use it on a tweet that you've already done it. So I'm just I'm yeah, probably you guys stop. are
2: battling with those. I just, just let Aaron, do it.
1: Aaron Aaron beats me to it every time so yeah. it's, not, it's not really
0: a battle when you're always winning.
1: Oh, oh okay. All right. Ooh. I mean I guess Job's if fired. I had time just to scroll Twitter all day I'd have it too. You know. Yep. Well all right. Yep. but it's Aaron's job so if he wasn't beating me, then he wouldn't be doing well at his job. And he is doing excellent at his job. Number one producer in the city. All right. I am fired on. up. Yep, I know you're fired up. Good <laughs> job, Aaron. fired up.
0: Moving on. <laughs> the Bearcats play again this week. We said we would talk about it. We have little... It's not a it's not a Dave and Chad preview, but a little preview here. They play SMU. It is the first of two straight home or away games rather. Uh they're
2: um, bringing extra cleats.
0: <laughs> battling SMU and, and battling uh Orlando. <laughs> Orlando in the I can't with you. And then they'll they'll be at UCF um the week after. Yeah. In the bounce house. I haven't decided if I'm going yet or not, but there is a shot that I may be down there for the game in Orlando. Um,
2: Okay. It's going to fall apart one day.
0: So Coach Fickle did his presser today. He did admit that that Ben went through uh, concussion protocol. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was back out there um, by what Chad talked about today um, in the nightcap. So it looks like he's cleared. Uh, Tyler Scott, on the other hand was not cleared yet, but will Pauling is back. So you don't want to take Tanner Mordecai who has been slinging the ball everywhere. uh, Averaging. I, I would imagine over 40 yard or I'm sorry, 40 passes per game. Um, if not close to 50.
1: 145 um, for 238. is what that's he is on the season. For 238 2000, in, for 2,000 yards.
0: 238 in what, five games, I'd assume? So 238. Six games,
1: six games. They were okay. three and three.
0: 238 in six games, so 39.6. So almost 40 Almost forty passes per game. 2,000 how many yards?
1: 2016.
0: 2016 divided by six, 336 yards a game. They're going to be passing the ball. Uh, I'm a little nervous about this game. I'm more nervous about UCF, as uh, John Rice Plumley had seven touchdowns by himself last week uh, four in the air, three on the ground.
1: That's a monster account, game. Take into account they were playing Temple. There is
0: that. Uh, but so. Again, going back to the uh, birthday list, if you will. Ed, what do you want to see out of Cincinnati Bearcats this week as they take on
2: SMU from offense? Guy with a shovel? Um, on the offensive side?
0: It is offensive. I, I get it.
2: I don't know. I guess some consistency out of ben bryant like he he plays. it seems like he plays one half and then doesn't play the second half so maybe playing both halves would be nice or at least yeah both halves would be nice i, I guess i'm sorry i think adam page just got knocked out i think he has a concussion i like think just stopped the match
1: it's doing his wrestling minute in the middle of our show Yep. i was up, said, spaced but... out over an hour and a half yeah. Ga- uh,
0: game day has UCF versus UC is one of the options for game day. Aaron, if that matters, by the way, thank you, Kenny I saw it. So I have a six.
1: Yeah. Uh, I've never seen you in the chat before. I appreciate it.
2: I appreciate him too.
1: At least with what the what podcast are saying, I, I mean, I've seen, I've seen it out there a couple times. I mean, it, that'd be cool.
2: I heard on Twitter that they were, they were calling, they were trying to get it as well. So,
0: oh, of course they're trying to get it.
1: Um, I will go with what I would like to see on on offense. If uh, Tyler Scott can't go, um, we need to get Lenny and Josh Wiley involved a little bit more. I've wanted. I've said it all year. I would like to see the tight ends utilize. I mean, they're they're both. I would like to say NFL draftable tight ends, Um, and I know that they use them. I know that they use them as needed, and when you know Ben gets through his progressions to them, I would just kind of like to see them maybe as like a first option. Um, maybe that helps to open up, you know, the running game. I don't know. Is Corey Kiner back? Do we know? Yes. So confirmed.
2: Okay. In the presser
1: so, by by Luke. Um, I know I've said it uh, all year that I, I like the fact that the running game does seem to have some plug and play parts um, you get a different look from each each guy um, Aaron's guy chunk uh, really has handled the load uh, pretty well uh, as you know rb1 while Kiner's hurt um, and really being able to, to to swap between between the guys there is good um, I would just like to see tight ends utilized a little bit more it's kind of one of those like nitpicky and i know i keep saying that but when you're winning games it's sometimes kind of hard to say like oh i want to see this or i want to see that like yeah and feel the privilege of that of like you want to complain i mean you want to complain about i know there's been complaints all year for whatever reason about wanting to take like ben bryan out he was my uh first half of the season offensive MVP. mvp yeah um been good. he's because he's been good so like <laughs> it, I, I it, don't is, think it he's, is what it is he's not quite great right and we said that at the beginning of the year he's been he's done what has needed to be done to win games yes we didn't win at arkansas first game of the season there was a lot of other things if you want to hear the breakdown of that go to the bearcat brunch episode one um because that was a good breakdown so i mean the I, I don't think there's much else that I need out of the offense. but I want
0: to see, for me, it's actually the same thing, and this is how we'll transition also to defense, but it's the same mm-hmm. thing on both sides of the ball, third down efficiency. The defense is giving up a lot of third downs. The offense is not getting a lot of third downs, and that's been the Achilles heel of this team thus far this, this season. Um, As we're halfway through the season, Luke did talk about how he likes the fact that the buy came in the middle of the season as you have roughly half your season behind you. You have roughly half your season ahead of you. And uh, I, I think that's honestly probably where you want it if you had to pick. Um, but in any case, uh, third down continues to be something that has been a cause for concern. Um, and Luke addressed the fact that it was brought up in a question. Uh, he, he brought up the fact that there's not really a rhyme or reason for why they've been bad. Like sometimes they're good at third and long. Sometimes they're, I think it was, I think it was bad at third and long, but good at third and very long. Um, but it, it was just, I don't know. It's, it's just there when, when coach says there's no rhyme or reason for it, I'm going to stick with him. Um, yeah, but obviously yeah. something they've been keeping tabs on and, and, looking at during the uh the bye week
1: kathy says that uh dan Horde said tonight Wiley's he's one touchdown away from breaking travis kelsey's record
2: so. by the way restructured his contract again today
0: uh that's because they're going to try and bring in obj
2: yeah so it, why is it always um, up to travis kelsey to restructure his contract so they can bring in extra players it wasn't restructuring it was him taking
0: a buyout instead like it was it still said restructured but
2: yeah yeah i mean different
0: he got he got all of the money up front as a bonus instead of having to wait and get paid week by week. What would you do, Ed?
1: You know, when they say we win the lottery, you should. Take so back it to the, the Bearcats uh, on third down efficiency, they are twenty nine for 75, 38 uh, percent. So that leads to Aaron's point that they need to fix that um, or at least improve on it because they are five of seven on fourth down, seventy one percent.
0: So that's that's where I want to see them go. Um Ed, Jeff, yeah. either one of you have any anything else that you want to see on defense?
1: Ed eh? It says eh. Um Paces the defense. I mean, obviously Ivan had a little bit of an off game uh in the USF game. Uh and like I said he was on... dinged up though. Okay, he's, so he's dinged up, but what I... The, the camera angles on the ESPN Plus or whatever nonsense on ESPN so online, it's so, so, bad. so bad. And there's no all 22, so, like, you yeah, can't they're horrible. go... You should stop watching. You can't go, like, pull it up to see much. Um, but I, I saw in a couple... There were a couple, like, um, like angles that happened to capture um, two... That they were double-teaming, Ivan, um i saw a couple times so like i obviously i can't speak to if that was going on the entire game um i suspect that it was um chet says stinger I don't, oh as in that's how he was dinged uh, up okay okay uh in a train of thought not the um, Kia. So, thanks ed um so I, i'd like to see him obviously get back to where he is um uh, uh, Obviously, I think teams are going to game plan against him because if you don't, like, he's just going to cause utter chaos in your backfield and you're going to have to deal with it that way. Uh, so you need to, to scheme around it. Um, we went over this Sunday. Just, you know, more. let's get some pressure. We're going to need to do Tanner Morakai. I mean, he he can get out and run if he needs to. Uh, but he's going to be slinging the ball around. So it's going to be, I would like to see our our secondary kind of, we, we were spoiled, obviously, last year. <laughs> like you can't, you, there's no way around that. We've touched on it numerous times leading into the season. Um, so they're going to need to step up. And uh, other than that, I don't have like a lot of nitpicky stuff I want to bring up about the defense. Maybe some edge containment if they decide to start running the ball like crazy. Um, I feel like sometimes we get beat out there a lot. Uh, But that's my fan perspective of it. I don't know if there's really stats that back that up. Ed? I already said my my piece. He he did. He he said thumbs up. Yep, exactly. Aaron? Aaron?
0: Um, I don't, I don't know if there's any more I got for SMU. Like I said, I mean, it's a, a team that has coach that in his presser it's, it's, they played them closer than the scores tell, and I don't look for them to take anything lightly, as it's going to be the last time that SMU plays Cincinnati, uh, first time under this current head coach, and uh, uh, he he's been the OC there um, when they've played them before, so it'll be interesting to see. What kind of haymaker we get from SMU when uh, when they go down to Southern Methodist. Uh, but I don't know. Is that game get in at SMU. Yes. Get, get in, get out, bring the dub home before you have to go to Orlando. Steven, Tw- how was that? <laughs> Twenty days until Cincinnati hoops and today coach Wes miller also gave a presser and along with david de julius who announced
1: <laughs> what a dude i get it didn't go over well with steven you probably just gave his dog some sort of heart attack
2: i just it's it's at 35 steven you're just going to have to give your give your dog uh, earplugs on Tuesday nights
0: um but 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 david de julius has announced that he is uh, the the Bearcats are going to be selling jerseys for
1: NIL. Speaking of which, not in the background, Aaron. Yeah, Aaron, what's up with that? It's
0: still upstairs. Well, grab <laughs> it. Fair. I'm not going to run up and get it right it's now. It's not worth
1: that. Um, but
0: David DeJulius did say that the basketball team is going to be selling jerseys for NIL, and all of the proceeds for his jersey sales are going to go to buying books for inner city kids in Cincinnati and Detroit. His uh, hometown. But- correct. And, uh, they also had, um, Rob Finnessy in, in a presser as well. Uh, so they had those three guys as for Wes Miller. He, he said that they're going to be playing a lot of positionless basketball, which is interesting. Um, I don't know what what are what are your thoughts on on that ed as i know you're a you're a big basketball guy and there has been quite the evolution as wes pointed out he said he was born in the 80s it's not your father's basketball anymore everything has evolved to where you don't necessarily have to have one through five running out uh, there
2: uh you know i think i think i said my piece last week i i still need to I need to get in basketball mode. I'm still kind of like in football. The NBA season tipped off tonight, didn't it? I know. I know. I'm pretty excited about it. I'm getting ready to turn it on. I think uh, Lakers and uh, Golden State are getting ready to play. Um, So I, I still need to do a little bit more research on, you know, get myself in the basketball mode. So I think next week I'll have a little bit more information for you from my side.
0: So as for playing positionless basketball, you have zero opinion
2: Oh, i think i've had my opinion on that in the past like i hate that the that the power forward position's going away and like it's it's not the same as it used to be but yeah everything you know evolves and i'll i'll, I'll be here for it jeff
1: whatever uh, gets us wins i mean I, I was gonna mention i was gonna bring up uh what rob finessey said that because it, i'm gonna start there and then i'll go into your question um i like the fact that he he brought up you know that he's got like he reminded me of when they asked the same they asked a question of rob like was he aware of the kind of the the history of uc Uh basketball
2: yeah
1: and it it, his answer reminded me a lot of wes when they asked wes that and he was Uh like look i was a basketball guy like i'm a basketball guy growing up um and he's like, he brought up Sean Kilpatrick, and he's like, you know, watching those guys, like he played some AAU tournaments in the area. Like that. That's another guy that understands kind of the, at least a, as a, a fan or like a, maybe an outside watching it, like kind of what you see basketball is and what is kind of expected here and the attitude that you need to bring to play basketball here. Um, and then, uh, we we'll I'll get into the hype video. There's a, a short little hype video that got put out by Cincinnati Men's Hoops today. Uh where I they saw were, that too. They went that. up to it looked like they were up in Columbus, I guess. Columbus. Yeah, oh, I did um, see that. I don't that's know. That's where they had their super big, secret
0: scrimmage. Yeah, the,
1: the no, Super secret, secret
2: scrimmage that was all over the internet already.
1: One of those. And then but then they were like, One, I wanna know if I can get my hands on one of those warm ups somehow, or is Under Armour gonna sell it? Probably not, because they don't sell anything that's cool. If they do it'll be $120. Um, I don't care, I'll pay that that warm-up is dope uh, did you see it Aaron
0: it's like I'm sure I did but it's I, all it's all gray. I pulled up for it any, t- anytime I, I see any of these things that the kids wear I'm like that's not available
1: like no way I'll it's be able. moving to on it, right
0: like but you want it uh, I will never understand having something for the team that you can't actually purchase Like how that's a good marketing strategy. I feel like the money there
1: is crazy. Like okay, the jersey thing, like selling the jerseys is cool, right? Selling the jerseys is cool, but it's probably only going to be like the red ones or the black. It'll be like one color jersey. It'll It'll be the black ones,
0: and they'll have like I don't even know if they'll have the red print. It'll just be like just white. (laughs) Yeah,
1: like it'll just you know it'll it'll just be one version that you can get um, when like. If they would expand that and open it up, like if they sold the cats' jerseys and you could get them with like the neck guys through the root like you would sell like crazy, right? Am I wrong with that? No, you're right. I know this is a totally different like subject that we get on every oh. year when it comes when UC comes up. You will never convince me why they're
0: not selling that's not warm ups. That's nothing. The oh, not they
2: talk about the war. Oh. no, the yep. gray, the gray warm ups. I got you now. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah fail oh. um
0: i I will never understand again like make as much merchandise available to the general public to make the most amount of money like you have people that would buy everything for kids for adults for whoever like i, I just oh i yes. did see those i did see those i mean
1: they're just clean like it
0: reminds me very much of the the all whites that the bengals wore um yeah. for the super bowl
2: Hey, who's that? Who's that to the to the left of um Sage? Uh, um, yeah, Sage.
0: That is one of the assistant coaches.
2: Oh, okay. At first glance, I thought it was Stu.
0: He's no, he's to our left or his left,
2: right here. Oh, my mouse doesn't show up on there. No. To his Aren't right, holding the fourteen ball. His yeah, fourteen. Yeah. Um. That's not Stu. I know, but at first glance, it kind of looks like Stu. Uh,
0: Malik Elzy just decommitted. Hmm. He was the best, highest ranked commit, according to 24-7, that the Bearcats had. A wide receiver out of the state of Illinois, and Illinois has not stopped recruiting him since he committed to Cincinnati. Four star wide
1: receiver Malik Elzy has decided to reopen his recruitment. The Chicago Simeon Santa is now the top uncommitted wide receiver in the entire twenty twenty-three class.
0: It's unfortunate that Illinois is actually having a good season for the first time in God knows how long. Also, they're still not passing the ball.
1: Weird. Interesting. That is awful news. Way to bring the mood down, Tonk. But thanks for breaking it here.
0: Happy, happy you're here, Tonk. <laughs>
1: thanks buddy thanks for coming talk um
0: i don't know i i just it's irritating that they don't sell things that guns. you can buy
1: jordan era you could buy everything yeah so bring back the jordan era so my question though and aaron
2: you you might have a little bit of insight into this and you might not is it is it under armor that doesn't want to sell or is it you see branding, right? Because we've always had an issue with that. Like, give us this, I, give us that, and you. I don't. A,
0: a, I don't want to speculate. I, I, I don't want to speculate. I have no idea. Well, um, I know
1: that there was talk. Like, whenever uh, there was like some talk that the um, they couldn't like churn out. Was it the uh, when they did like the throwbacks or whatever? Like they like Under Armour couldn't get their machines spun up to churn out enough like gear. Um, so I don't know me it seems like an under armor issue that they don't production put, issue put, yeah that they don't that and this was before this is obviously I before that. this is obviously before any any talk of like you know supply chain problems and things like that um, doesn't surprise me it, it seems yeah, like it seems like an oversight on under Armour's part not understanding that like like the uc fan base right well it like also could he,
2: be just under armor in general because my son my son's soccer gear is all under armor um that's like what the league chose and yeah. i've been waiting on a pair of shorts for three months now and every time i contact the comp the company they're like we're waiting on it to come from under armor waiting for it to come from under armor so it could be just an under Armour issue in general
1: I, I feel like other schools um that have different brand deals um have more options. And Chad brings up the Jordan era. <laughs> Those were the days. Dot 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 dot. I got
2: my Jordan era
0: dot, uh, dot, warm up dot, over
1: there. Dot, 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 dot. Dot, dot, dot. Bring back the Jordan era. Oh. Uh and then I will roll into positionless basketball and I, like like Wes said and saying thing it's the modern era. It's what uh the he said like NBA you turn on an NBA game like as soon as you look at it, like you can't, you can't tell. Um, and then Chad throws a winky face, and probably is going to send the Twitterverse into a frenzy. Um, Should I go grab my Jordan era warm up right now? It's right over here on the couch. I don't care. It's what not, you necessary. not necessary. Not um, necessary. Gotcha. All right,
0: you already got what? the bat out for God knows what reason.
1: Yeah, and we're I'm like, holding like weirdly holding it. Um, but the I'm the positionless basketball. I, I mean, that, that's the way that, I mean, Wes says it very specifically. Turn on an NBA game, you can't really pick out who's in what spot. That's the way the college game is going. Yeah. If you want to be competitive in the college game, you're going to have to move that way. You're going to have to move to an era in which you're recruiting kids and kids can play multiple positions and even switch positions seamlessly while on the court. And I have every bit of faith in Wes Miller to be able to pull that off. All right. Well, Tonk says he wanted to tweet for the first time ever since I have a top 25 basketball class and top 25 football class. But thanks, Malik.
0: Oh, oh no. Dang. What oh. happens with him decommitting? Drops us from 23, I'll tell you that.
1: Well, and, and who knows? Maybe we pick up somebody else then. Or maybe he, rec- maybe, maybe the, they double down on, on recruitment. Or maybe, or maybe that's one of those situations where, Hey, you know, we, we went for you and you know, a scorned woman or whatever they say.
0: Hell hath no fury. Like a scorned yeah. woman. One a woman of those scorned? things. Sure, that, so. Wow. Ed with the correction.
1: Thanks, Ed right yeah i mean i mean that sucks no, but you right. know what we like i'm not and, and i know there's you know some folks that are watching live now and fo- like and i don't expect it out of the bearcat journal like ptp crowd uh but like the kid made a decision like if he's gonna not come here then he's not gonna come here it's not the right fit for yeah, him he feels that way let him go let him go feel the right way somewhere else and he's 17 i don't know 17 18 like i remember what i was like then and me too making a decision that's going to affect the next you know couple years of my life and potentially further on because he is a pretty highly rated kid probably has potential to play past college he feels like somewhere
0: else he was a top 300 kid in the nation
1: it hurts (laughs) i mean it hurts it hurts but it doesn't give anybody the right to go like tweet bad things at him or you know, say disparage him on the interwebs. Steven, hold your dog's ears. You didn't really give him a chance. What if, he's in a, what if he's in a swivel chair, Ed? Not anymore.
0: Not anymore. <laughs> More. All right. Um, it is the lightning round and you didn't even play the right sound. And...
2: That's on me.
1: But no heads up for that one. Great American Boy. Ballpark
0: had an event this past week. It was top golf at Great American Ballpark, and it might have been the coolest thing that they did the the entire season.
2: I remember them it- I remember them tweeting about this like way back in spring and i completely forgot this was happening
1: it's a big issue when another sport is the biggest draw to your stadium (laughs) than the one it was built for
0: um i i just i think that that i as cool as that is even if i had been in cincinnati i wouldn't have gone because i don't want to put any money into the Castellini's pockets because I I'm still on strike. I have not stopped the strike and the strike will continue into next season. As much as that pains me because I still but don't if think they do
1: something crazy and start spending money, like gangbusters over the, like that, the usually, meetings. They bring in everybody
2: usually around reds fest time too. As long as it's not Mike minor type spending,
0: then I'll consider. But right now I don't feel like there's a competent person above nick crawl in that entire office so okay <laughs> um but that's 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 all i have on that topic
2: nope but i mean to jeff's point they usually do start uh spending money and signing players around reds Fest time so we're a little over a month away Oh, so it's my turn this cleveland new york series has been wild have you guys seen this so apparently saturday into sunday morning new york's jet just couldn't take off so they didn't get to leave until sunday morning to get back to new york and then last night cleveland went back to the hotel after the game um and their hotel had overbooked and didn't have rooms for them now the series is over cleveland beat or new york won tonight but I think the bigger game.
1: issue. I think the bigger issue was them not playing the game last night. Rain and affording New York extra rest for their relievers. Ooh, so you
2: okay? I gotcha. I agree. Couple,
1: couple with it. I, I mean, I think that was the bigger issue. They were like, when they postponed the game, the weather was already passed, and you can't tell me that a brand new state of the art. They didn't want to play the game. Jeff, you can't tell me that a brand new state of the art baseball stadium can't
0: drain the field. They didn't want to even play the game. The Yankees wanted to cancel the game before the game even started.
1: And it would have happened, I guess, in the regular season. The home team has more say in that, whereas in the postseason, it's the MLB's call.
0: But the MLB knows that it's good for baseball and for ratings when the Yankees win.
1: And then you have... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. Nope. All right. That's on.
2: That's on. Uh, the next topic I had in there. Uh, the NFL announced today, uh, NFL and Amazon announced that in 2023, Prime Video will be exclusively streamed a Black Friday game um, the Friday after Thanksgiving. This is the first ever NFL Black Friday game. It will be taking place on November 24th. It is at 3 p.m., and it is TBT on who those teams will be. And that's from Ian Rappaport today on app sheet.
0: So I know that teams don't like. People don't like buying tickets where they don't know what day the games are going to be. But what I've seen thus far of Thursday night football this season has not been good.
1: I'd the say day, the first the, couple the games, games were was, okay. The, Bengals the Bengals game, game was, Thursday good. Night football was good. The
0: very first game was good. Overall product that they continue to push out Fair. week Fair. upon week has not been good. And that said,
2: amazon side of the product has
0: been. i feel like maybe you should wait until is it is it too much to say wait until a month before to schedule these games two months before
2: we've had this conversation before
0: i don't
1: aaron doesn't don't believe in logistics like that though yeah,
2: aaron doesn't believe in logistics.
0: no I'm, I'm here for me and me alone and that's fine I, I want to sit at home and watch my a good product not russell wilson
1: I mean, I, I, think, I think the NFL season is one in which that could be done a little easier where, like, you know, they already do, like, the flex stuff where they move them from, you know, this time uh-huh. slot to another time slot. So why But it's can't? on the same day, so it's not going to yeah, affect I travel. Get, I get that. So why can't, like, a month out, you realize, like, these two teams that are going to be playing well, that weekend, it's going to be probably a pretty good product. We'll tell them a month out, like, you're going to play the Black Friday game that week, so you're going to move – yeah, and it's not like it's every it's week like it's well right, and it's not like it's moving it like if it's let's say Bengals Steelers and it's at the Steelers, so the Bengals have to travel a couple well, days earlier to Pittsburgh.
0: What if you had a caveat on, on games where you have like this chance has an opportunity to be flexed to a Thursday night game and you you labeled three games a week that caveat? Where that game had the potential to be flexed into Thursday night, and you put that when you sold the tickets. I think there's ways around this, and I think there's ways you can do it. College football doesn't announce the times of the kickoffs until like what a week we, we just a week, we, a week of do yeah, yeah. we even have an, an announcement for UCF yet? It's no, either tw- it's, tw- 12 or 3 30. We don't know yet. Yeah, so
2: uh, this next one is for uh, Tonk um, Creed 3 trailer dropped today uh it looks great uh creed fights his uh, looks like he's gonna be fighting his uh his longtime friend who got put in the slammer for a long time now he's out and all of a sudden he's a great boxer michael b jordan's uh directorial de- debut i believe well, he's directing this one huh i didn't I yeah. miss that part in the credits
1: creed four will be uh ed versus tonk I gotta get
2: back in the gym if that's gonna happen
0: blink light festival there are apparently a lot of complaints about people having to walk too far no and i don't the, think that was the case i think it was... The, the parking was a problem have you people been downtown
1: welcome to downtown
0: cincinnati right like how did you not think there's a map even that parking can... wasn't
2: a problem to be honest like i went down there on sunday and, and we found parking right away i think people yeah, were mad about how much was...
0: cost huh i think people oh sweet parking cost Right. They, they were trying to find ten or five dollar parking or street parking. Um, Good luck. I, I just, I, I how, this isn't the first year they've ever done it. I understand that for maybe some people it was their first time they've ever done it, but this is not new. Well,
2: so a little background. Yeah, to... <laughs> damn it! A little background. MGF. This, is, this is, is new organizers. I, I got this button. The, it's new organizers this year. It's like it was sporadically all over town like it needed a a pattern like I I feel like you should have had a pattern follow um, the
0: lights that's the pattern
1: Ed you are not allowed to overrule the buzzer also like there weren't
2: sorry go ahead some of the installations were janky
0: you're janky
1: go ahead Jeff MJF Apparently now he says Cincinnati, the uh, skyline, Chile is not mid. Now, you can't just you cannot reverse what you've already said. He called he the literally whole city called mid. the whole Every city day. mid, and Ed is his biggest fanboy, and I don't understand it. Probably because he's an mm-hmm. FC Cincinnati fan, and we all know that they are in fact mid. mid. Um,
2: so watching College Game Day this week. Um, was Pat McAfee the best hire that they've made on our show? I, I, I don't time. watch
0: College Game Day and refuse to until they get rid of Lee Cor- Lee Corse's corpse.
2: I mean, no, did you I see... only
1: watch the highlights from uh, Game Day whenever they show like crazy things, like Pat McAfee going out and directing the the Tennessee crowd in Rocky Top, which was pretty cool. But other than that, I don't watch Game Day. So. Nope.
2: Okay, this next one's me. Uh, Tennessee fans are legends for taking that goalpost and throwing it into <laughs> the Tennessee River.
0: What about the fact that they raised like 150
1: 152,000
0: Yeah, I, I didn't know if it was 2 or 7. Uh, but they raised over $150,000 for these field goal posts that the fans tore down and they have to uh. replace that only cost roughly I think the highest I saw was $8200 to replace.
1: Well the biggest chunk of that is going to the hundred thousand dollar SEC fine for running out onto the field after I the thought world. it was
0: only twenty five, but they also have turf to repair because people were pulling up mm-hmm. chunks of sod and to sell it on, on eBay. eBay.
1: People and there were bids like twenty bucks for like a little pinch of, pinch of, of, of sod. Of is and you here? know what? Huh? Is no, I think uh from what I saw, I think eBay took them down because it was technically a thefted item. <laughs> I did see a post. I did see a post that was shared from an Alabama like uh, message board where they were claiming that, <laughs> that they needed to go get the field goal posts out uh, of, the of the river because they wanted them measured because they said that Tennessee had too narrow of goal posts. And that's why the will record <laughs> field goal missed. And that it should have been plus three points i knew that game was going downhill when saban threw a five-year-old temper tantrum on the sideline
0: <laughs> after the punch yeah uh baseball playoffs have been a, a the 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 baseball talking heads talking about the baseball playoffs has been hysterical i feel like they're all up in their feelings wondering why 87 win teams are beating 111 win teams in a series and what how, how how have we all lost sight of the fact that statistics don't mean shit in playoffs and that things happen in playoffs that are weird and also that baseball is a team sport where you have a rotation of five so if we're trying to you, you don't just want your first and second guys out there battling everybody that doesn't make sense that's not the team that even got you to the playoffs so yeah things happen
1: the biggest thing I saw was people saying that the wild card like three game playoff it was bad for baseball because it gave those teams momentum and it it put the better teams on too long of a break before they get a chance to play against the wild card winning team. I promise you none of the players who had that break were upset about that break.
0: None of them. Yeah. yeah. Cause
2: you're
0: training like a damn bum, you know that? Bum. A bum. You are a bum! You're a bum. And that's all you'll ever be. A bum. Well, that hurts, man. Bum of the week. Um, SMU letting their horse shit all over the field. And then having a delay for the kickoff of the game to clean up the shit. If you're going to have a live animal that has a propensity of shitting at random on the field, maybe roll a tarp out. It can't be a difficult thing to put a team-colored tarp onto the field as you run a horse
2: who's literally just shitting everywhere. Not a full-size horse. It's a mini horse. Don't care
0: lots of teams have actual horses as well that they run out there
2: we talked about this on the show once but do you remember when uh uh the cincinnati zoo brought the elephants out in the field for an opening day game over at riverfront and the elephant shit on the field the Turf?
1: That, no. yeah astroturf
0: no that was mm-hmm.
1: a good time okay uh my bum is jacob morley uh he's apparently a staff writer uh Or Packer Report. And he tweeted out today. The Bengals stink. They are notoriously cheap. They already paid Boyd. No way in heck they let Chase leave. T. Higgins needs a new contract. Why don't they let Green Bay worry about that? I'd at least call. And he has been absolutely annihilated. Uh, He apparently thinks that. So, let's see here. Goodberry says the Bengals hang up uh, the phone immediately and laugh. Uh, And Jake Liskow replied with a very long list of reasons why that is a stupid idea.
0: Well, there's still a whole year left after this year on his contract, for starters. Uh, Secondly, you just came off the Super Bowl. Why would you trade one of your best players in hopes of not getting... To the Super Bowl, I would think DJ Moore in Carolina is probably a better option for you, Green Bay, than T Higgins.
1: Not to mention Aaron Higgins or Aaron Higgins. Aaron Rodgers said that the Green Bay offense is too complicated.
2: He also Shucker. said that Sauce Gardner is a really good quarterback. Today. Um, I don't. I I am
0: hesitant to say this, but I I imagine that. The Bengals figure out a way to get it done. I can't foresee them having a Muhammad Sanu and uh, Marvin Jones situation happen ever again to where you just let
1: your best receivers walk. Then he doubled down backwards and said the Packers stink too as a reason why the Bengals should send T. Higgins there. And at some point he said like, for a, a, a third-round pick. Is he just a fan? Who is this guy? I mean, he's got a decent... Like, he's got, like... I mean, I know it's not something to gauge anything by, but he's got 10,000 followers. He claims to be a draft analyst for uh Kansas City Green Bay Draft Guide pod contributor to the Pack-A-Day podcast. I don't know. Pack it up, Jacob. You're drunk. That's a silly, silly thing to put out there. And one of his followers did... Comment on it and say Bengals fans are going to be really upset over this. And I guess maybe he tweeted it out for engagement. And if that's the case, maybe you're not as ignorant as I think you are. Mid!
0: There, that uh, we've done two different segments talking about him, and there it finally is. I put his
2: tweet up earlier.
1: Excellent. Anybody got anything else before we wrap up this show?
0: I just want to say that hashtag Bearcats in the NFL is maybe the most fun that I'm having of late and these dudes are dialed in. Oh, man. So
2: good. And I I just want to say that apparently a a fly ball flew in through Caleb's window today, so he does now have seven home runs that he's caught this year and he'll be All at right, Fest eight, 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 uh, That's the
0: show. Seven. This has been part of the punctuation for Jeff Howell for the self-proclaimed best producer in the city Ed May Hall. I'm Aaron Smith. We'll see you next week.